One of the most exciting things about this problem is that it ultimately really is very solvable. What did you have for lunch today? Did some of that food go to waste? There's a big food waste summit in Minneapolis this week, and one of the themes focuses on reducing food waste to help curb climate change. Dana Gunders is the executive director of ReFed. Hi, Dana. Welcome to ClimateCast. Thanks so much for having me. So how much food is wasted in the U.S. and around the world? Oh, it's an enormous amount. About 35% of all the food in the U.S. is wasted. It's about $408 billion worth of food. Wow. And it has huge, huge resource impacts. So tell our listeners about the climate connection to food waste. We estimate that in the U.S., the greenhouse gas footprint of food waste is about 4% of the U.S. footprint. But globally, it's actually estimated that food loss and waste has a bigger footprint than the aviation industry at around 8 to 10%. It's really enormous, and many people don't necessarily uh, think of it as a climate solution, wasting less food. But in fact, there are really three ways in which wasting less food can help reduce our emissions. The first is it gets food scraps out of landfill. When food goes to landfill, it decays there and it produces methane. The second is that if we're wasting a third of our food, that means we're producing a third more food than we need to be. And we're driving that food around and we're cooling it and we're storing it and we're cooking it. The third connection is really about land use. You know, we're looking ahead towards a population in 2050 that will need as the UN estimates, about 50% more food. And where will that food come from? Will we cut down you know, more rainforests and other native grasslands in order to increase agriculture? Or will we use the food that we already grow? We like to talk about solutions here on ClimateCast, and you work in this space. Tell us what's happening at larger scales, like supply chain, things like dining out to reduce food waste. One exciting space is in technology that works in the supply chains. The average grocery store stocks about 50,000 different items, and it's very hard for them to predict how much each item is going to sell every day. So there are these new technology solutions that are looking at the volume of sales, how weather patterns affect that, how different promotions in store affect that, and all these different factors. And they're really helping the grocery stores get more... um, precise about how much food they're buying, which in the end leads to less food getting thrown out. So that's one exciting area. Another is um, what we call upcycling, and that is the use of byproducts of food production, something like picture potato skins or, you know, maybe whey from, from yogurt production. There's all these innovators who are finding ways to use them for food. And in fact, here at here at the summit, we got treated to a great cocktail that was made from whey that previously used to get thrown out um, as part of making Greek yogurt. What about companies? Are they getting it? Are they getting behind efforts to reduce food waste? Yeah, we've had some great examples here. Um, one from the Twin Cities, actually, General Mills just came out with their most recent report. They've they've reduced their own waste by, I think it's 19% in the last year. 
companies like Kroger and Campbell's and Compass, which is a big food service company that you know runs university and hospital kitchens, things like that, are all actually really demonstrating large reductions right now. So it's a really hopeful time. And even beyond that, we have over 200 food companies who have committed to the national goal of reducing food waste in half by 2030. So we've got a, a ton of commitment out there and a lot of companies you know, working on it and ready to do more. Dana Gunders, Executive Director of ReFed, thanks so much for sharing your perspective on ClimateCast today. Thanks so much for having me. It's really fun to be here. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutner.